on November 29th, that was my first uh, day without sugar in probably years. A little over six weeks later, um, a three million view video and 11,000 followers and people messaging me left and right asking me how I did it. So there are a lot of people who are having this issue, apparently. <laughs> Howdy everybody and welcome to episode 218 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast, your weekly workout motivation to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Bailey Montgomery is with us today. She is a stay-at-home mom. She is a former pageant queen, lived in Italy as a missionary, and loves to cook for her family. Wow. So Mark and I discovered her work recently when she went viral on Instagram for her video about breaking up with sugar. It got 2.9 million views and she gained 10,000 new followers in one week who also wanted to know how she quit sugar for good. So we are going to dive into that. Our theme for this week has been on teamwork because Proverbs 15:22 says plans fail when there is no counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Overcoming any addiction, whether it's a spiritual demon, a drug, or even processed sugar in this case, which we believe is a drug actually, is dis um, I've discovered that the key to success here is taking reg is talking regularly with like-minded people that hold each other accountable. Sugar addiction is as real as any other addiction, and we've been having lots of conversations before and after social events with our own clients, going out of the weekends, par uh, parties, traveling, etc. The usual obstacles that make it challenging to stick to a pre-planned nutrition strategy. Falling off the wagon is a normal thing that happens to the best of us, and getting back on track is a challenge if you don't know where you went wrong. Coach Mark and I thought that Bailey's story would be an encouraging testimony to anyone struggling to remain consistent with what works best for you. Bailey, welcome to the show. Would you like to tell our listeners about yourself, please? Sure. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, this week has been quite the whirlwind, and I sent you those numbers last night, but now today it's 3 million views and 11,000 followers. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We were talking before we started recording about how that was just, that, that was inspirational in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a whirlwind, but I've really been grateful for how many people have resonated and the pushback on it has been surprising. Like you said, uh, it's, I think for a lot of people who are in the health environment and are are making sure their their information's correct, I think a lot of them are finding that yeah, sugar is definitely a drug. There's a lot of similarities and exact uh, um, ways that it affects your brain. So I've been surprised about the pushback that I've gotten a, that uh, a lot of nutritionists actually in the field have pushed back to the idea of cutting it completely out. So, um, but for me, um, I am just, uh, I live in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I have a family and, and I've been a stay at home mom for a few years now. And I, uh, just had this reoccurring issue of turning to sugar when to cope with everything. I, I was diagnosed with ADHD a few years ago as well. And, um, I've talked to some of my followers and, and it kind of makes sense that an ADHD brain would be turning to something that would continually give it dopamine. So for a lot of ADHD people, they're probably dealing with this issue or other addictions uh, that contribute to growing your dopamine and in your brain. So I just was done with feeling that way and continuing to turn to sugar because the my weight on the scale just kept kept going up and I had this like number in my head that I'm like I'm never gonna be bigger than this number but I got pregnant and that was over that number and I was like okay I'm pregnant that makes sense but then it just like kept growing over that number when I wasn't pregnant so I I just had to kind of come to myself and understand that this was actually an addiction and it, I was treating it like an addiction and I was giving into it and it was spiraling. So I stopped now or maybe I stopped never. And I was really grateful. It was after Thanksgiving of this year. I, on November 29th, that was my first uh, day without sugar in probably years. So, uh, and I just kind of never went back. I started immediately getting some great, um, uh, benefits from it. And that kind of solidified that I was going in the right direction. And, and here I am, uh, a little over six weeks later, um, 
3 million view video and 11,000 followers and people messaging me left and right asking me how I did it. So <laughs> there are a lot of people who are having this issue, apparently. That, yeah. that, is, that is so amazing. And, and, and you're, you're deaf. Sorry, one, just one thing real quick, Mark. I was just going to say, bro, you've never been to Salt Lake City, but I've been there several times. And uh, she's definitely fighting a losing battle because the list of restaurants to go to there, man, are just endless. There are so many good places, especially if you're Italian. Oh, man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Going to mention, like, I mean, this is the reason why we were so eager getting you on, Beatty, because it's a, like you mentioned, there's a lot of people that are that want the answers they under they can't understand why they're they're on this strict diet they're lowering their calories they're they, there's the, the weight on the scales hasn't moved and they're like they're getting very very frustrated and they feel like if i just keep on lowering my food i'm gonna lose weight but it's actually having the opposite effect and i think the most important thing about this is when we look at sugar i think an awful lot of people including nutritionists and dietitians they look at sugar as a food yeah that's such a good point. That's um, that's the thing that I've been surprised about. I I did watch a nutritionist that helps people um, get away from binge eating, and her comment to the negative negative about my video was that it's n totally unhealthy to cut out a whole food group, and I was surprised because I thought. But sugar's not a food. <laughs> it's a chemical. <laughs> I don't understand, especially refined sugar and even the chemicals that are artificial. I've 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 cut those out as well. And um, it hasn't felt extreme, but um, a lot of people want to paint it that way. I don't know why, but um, you're right. It's it's a. Uh, it's not food. It's not nutritionally valuable to your body, and right. it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't even fit the definition of food. It. It's. Um. I think the definition is something like it burns, and it it burns an org burns organism and helps grow an organism. And sugar does neither of those things. Yeah, and when and when we look at insulin, insulin is a very very important hormone that women need to understand. And and I I feel like when you have sugar in your diet, when your insulin levels increase, you're actually blocking. The, the fat storage you're actually you're blocking your body from actually burning fat and people don't actually understand that and they think that by going on these low calorie foods or these protein bars or keto bars or they all think that in this world that they're all very very healthy but what we don't realize is we don't actually read the labels and i think these companies have a lot to answer for because all they're trying to do is they're trying to market their product get richer while a lot of people are actually are actually dying. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of money in it. There's a there's a re there's a really high profit margin in sugar. Um, I, I, I started to I started to understand that it was not a food and that it was something different than food when I started bodybuilding. Um, and, and this was my second year of competing in 2018. Did everything on the paleo diet. And cutting and cutting out sugar, that was something that my coach told me from the start because he knew about my binge eating disorder. He knew about my past uh, uh, re relationship with sugar. And he knew how and he had seen how many times that I had fallen off the wagon trying to coach myself, which is the reason which is originally why I just gave up trying to coach myself and just and just hired him. But he told me that he showed me a study where uh, sugar has been proven to be more addictive than crack cocaine. I don't know if that's one that you've heard. I have. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ever so. Ever since then, I've just I've 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 been um, very careful about my my sugar consumption, and I've been smoking a lot of crack. I'm just kidding. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's hilarious. Oh. Um, you said that when you cut sugar initially, that you noticed a lot of benefits. Yeah. Could you maybe share with me specifically what some of those a uh, couple of those benefits were? Yeah. I when I when I first started, I. I prepared myself for the withdrawals that you hear about and a lot of people experience like headaches and um, irritability and um, low energy. And I would say that they were prevalent maybe the first three days. I didn't really experience headaches, but um, the, but after, well, I'm almost immediately, the first thing I noticed, like the second day when I was kneeling down to grab something off the ground, the, when I bent my knees all the way down, I didn't have the same pain and I was, I wasn't experiencing pain, wow. but I was, I thought, wow, my knees are effortlessly getting to the ground and back up. That is so cool. And, um, I've heard, um, 
since then that I mean, sugar is very inflammatory. So I'm just guessing that was the inflammation going like straight down. And that was a really great benefit. Um, I started sleeping a lot better. I was able to be awake in the morning, which was something I hadn't been experiencing. I had, um, been able to sleep through the night again. And, uh, that was, uh, very nice. So I had a lot, I've had a lot more energy the last six weeks to take care of my children, my home and everything. Uh, and then th the weight loss was really fast at the beginning. It was, I lost two pounds that first day. And, uh, I just, I just have been weighing myself every morning for like the last, uh, prior to doing this, I just, I just wanted to make sure I was, I knew I was gaining weight. So I did, I just was trying to maintain basically. But, um, as I've just kept weighing myself every morning, I've been able to really see the progress as it's gone. And so that first day losing two pounds, that was pretty, that was pretty, um, motivating. So I kept going and, um, on, I had a calendar and I was writing at the end of each day, no sugar, no sugar, because it was just a real accomplishment to me that I had gone a whole 24 hours without sugar, a whole 48 hours. And then I continued, wow. continued, continued, continued until day 10. And I've just been looking at my calendar because I still have it up. But after 10 days, I stopped writing it because I felt like I, I was like, I don't need to write this. I know I'm going to be without sugar. So those first days, those first 10 days, I think were kind of the getting down to business. And then after that, it's been really smooth sailing. Um, but just, sorry, just a couple more, um, benefits cause there's so many, um, yeah, yeah. even mood has been great. Um, the ability to just kind of handle the hard things in life has been so much easier. And, um, yeah, just an anxiety, like laying down at night. I don't know if you have experienced this in your life, but sometimes when you lay down at night, kind of all the world's problems come to your mind. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen anymore. I think that's because of the sugar. And then um, this was a weird one. But when I would lay down at night, I would before when I was eating sugar quite a bit, I'd hear my heartbeat in my head. <laughs> like, I don't know what that was, probably the inflammation, but that went away as well. So there's a long list and it keeps growing, honestly. And but there's, there's some for you. That's yeah. And amazing. I think the biggest thing I took from that was and that I've seen an awful lot as well, that people's mental health improves so much quicker. Like, yeah, yeah. like it really does like within, within a week. And do you feel like it was easy to come off sugar straight away? Like, did you go cold Turkey or did you feel like, you know, it took a bit of time. I went, I went absolutely cold turkey and I wouldn't do it any other way. Um, and I think it, I think it worked really well. Just the breakup, like it's, it's like, it's like a bad relationship when you, you kind of keep going back right. and maybe texting them and seeing, Oh, how are you kind of keeping that relationship alive? Uh, it's harder, but when you just kind of are like this, this was bad and I want it gone for my life. You just can move on a lot faster. Mm. Wow. Where do you feel is the biggest pushback when it comes to sugar that you can see with people when you speak to people? Yeah, yeah. What are people saying? So that's that's what I want to know too. Um, that they want to keep it in their life in some way. Uh, that they will return to it in the future or like yeah. they just want to get a handle on this, get to their goal weight, and then bring it back in moderation. And um you know, I'm not any kind of expert on this exactly, but I have really been doing my research the last six weeks. And I don't think that that's, I don't think that's uh, a possibility for someone who's addicted. I think you really need to t treat it as yep. an alcohol addiction if yes. you were, as if you were an alcoholic and, and um, anybody who knows anything about Alcohols Anonymous, they, it's, you quit forever and you never, you never go back. Yep. And I, I feel yeah. that way right now. I'm not a perfect person. And um, I hope that this, I never return to like kind of that mental space, but right now I'm feeling so good and so, um, so uh, committed to this in a way that I, I think I would be able to get rid of it forever. I do want to incrementally bring back in honey and maple syrup. I do believe that those things are different and react differently with the, with your brain. And, uh, but right now I'm, I'm really, really small amounts of even those. 
Yeah, and I think you made a good point that when you look at like someone who's who's um who's a serious drinker or who's an alcoholic, you're not going to turn around and say to them like when they're trying to get off the alcohol, oh, just have one one few few drinks yeah, a week. It's your birthday. Where's your birthday cake? Yeah, where's your birthday? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, you're, if you were a good friend or a good partner or a good family member, you're going to turn around and say to them like, listen, no, you don't need it. So what's the difference in this day and age when people are trying to improve their life, their health, their body composition, and they're trying to re- remove that sugar where we know in a world that we're literally covered with sugar, if you want to come off it, you should be well supported along the way. Yeah, if only. I feel like I've I've had really good I um support with my family. My husband is doing this as well. So that has been really helpful with the person in my home is doing this and supporting me. I know a lot of people won't have that kind of support, but it has been so nice to have um, my accountability to him and his to mine. He is not someone who is like addicted to sugar. Um, so he could handle it in moderation for sure. But he is, uh, he, he even experienced withdrawals during this whole thing and really craving it and wanting it. But thankfully he, he stuck with me and, and we're seeing a lot of success together. He hasn't lost the kind of weight I have. He's really tall and trim. And, uh, so he's, I think he said he lost six pounds during this whole time, but that's a really good thing because he's already trim. We wouldn't want him to be emaciated or anything, but so, uh, just to put that note in for the guys listening to your show, even if you cut out sugar, you don't lose the kind of weight that I'm losing, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And for the, and for the guys listening, you definitely don't lose your muscle if you, if, if you, if you don't get sugar in either, that's something that I, I used to do that right after every workout, like, I'm not even kidding. The second I was done with my last rep, man, 50 grams of dextrose. I don't know. Everybody on bodybuilding says that it helps you build muscle faster. So uh-huh. I was dumb. I was, you know, did, did everything just like they were teaching us how to do. No, yeah. none, of, none of that. None of that's true. You do not need sugar to build yeah, muscle. Yeah, sugar does not think, grow muscle. <laughs> no, I think you build, I, 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 I think it's easier to build muscle without it, to be honest. You don't have the inflammation. You can recover faster. I can focus better in my workouts. Once you get a pump, you can actually keep it. it does, it's not, it's not up and down like if you, like if you're eating sugar. And so I think for you to acknowledge it, as a drug and as and and uh, and to describe it as breaking up from a bad relationship that's a really cool way of describing it because you know that when you're when you're eating sugar it's not food it's not nutrition that your body needs your body does not need that energy but there is a huge dopamine response that goes off it is very very addictive and so your body craves it your body thinks that that you need it but it's just a withdrawal symptom and it's just like cutting anything else when you when you it's it's like what it's like what what they what they teach you if you're going to quit cigarettes or if you're going to quit alcohol right you don't just quit you don't just stop smoking cigarettes you become a non-smoker you don't just stop drinking alcohol you become a non-drinker and i think that with sugar it's got to be the same thing if you're seeing all these benefits from it i mean you've proven it most people just never do it but it's like just try it like eat anything else besides sugar um Mark and I both we, we we're, we're both believers in a in a carnivorous diet, and so like everything everything that we eat, and pretty much all uh, most of mo- most of the clients that come to us are expecting to be put on a meat based diet or at least some sort of a diet where it's predom- where it's predominantly meat and very very low sugar. Okay, so if that's working for you, if it's getting you in the right direction, why would you ever want to go back? You know, know. Yeah. it's 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 like oh I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read this book so I have a better mindset. Well. Okay, so you stop reading reading positive mental attitude books. So what? Now your 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 mindset's just going to go back to where it was. I I don't know. I think that listening to something positive or taking in some sort of positive input, garbage in, garbage out, it's just it's just the same thing with nutrition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Proverbs twenty six eleven says, "As a dog returns to its own vomit, so a fool repeats his own foolishness." And so yeah. if you've if you've lived on both sides of it before, then why would you ever go back? Yeah, the um, that was a lot of good information. The uh, the thing that always comes to my mind when I'm thinking about addiction and the way our brain behaves is it's a lot like a toddler and uh, toddlers. We 
we grow into into being more wise and such. So, but when we're on these kind of chemicals and and in these states of mind, where we're just in self satisfaction mode, um, we really kind of become like toddlers. Uh, one thing I did want to say about what people are asking me and talking to me about is everyone wants to know what I'm eating. Uh, because they have like, it just kind of seems like this big wall that like, oh, I have no idea what food exists beyond sugar. <laughs> and I'm trying to share that. But what a message I really want to try to get across uh, to my audience and to yours is that it really has nothing to do with the food and what you're going to be eating. It has everything to do with your mindset. Like you said, we don't want to be like dogs going back to our own vomit because this is foolishness. The, or a proverb, proverb says, you quote it, I guess. <laughs> Solomon wrote it. I just yeah, quoted Solomon. it. <laughs> great, grateful for King Solomon. Um, so the... Um, the th the thing that you need to change is not necessarily the food that comes, but it is your your mindset that totally changes. It, it changes. It's your identity. Yeah. My yeah. identity was so wrapped up in being a person who could be satisfied, and that came from sugar. And once I changed that identity to somebody who lives beyond their satisfaction and raises to my and it seems like you're all Christian and maybe it, most of your audience is Christian. If you raise yourself to be more like Christ and more um, able to be selfless and taking care of your body, because our bodies are, are gifts from God and yeah. we need to take care of them. And so once I started changing my identity to someone like that, I was able to make these decisions day by day and in the hardest parts. And when those cravings were just like inundating my mind, I was able to look past that and, and know that I have a different identity now. And if, if you are Christian, you find your identity in Christ. And that has been really important to me. And I was I was in Christ prior, but he leads us. Sorry, I'm getting a little Christ too religious. No, 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 no. We, we talk about Jesus okay. all the time on this well, show. Good. This is great. Okay, great. That's awesome. <laughs> if it was on Carnivore Coach's Corner or our other channel, we try to keep it to a minimum. Most of our most of our subscribers are like all evolution based and everything. Okay. You're, yeah, you're 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 speaking to your normal audience here. Okay, that's <laughs> really great. Um. I was in Christ prior, but, um, I, you know, you just, I was, some of my audience has asked if I was praying to have these cravings taken away from me. And I was for so long. And it's not that I don't think he was answering me, uh, or that I was being faithful. I think, that, I mean, sometimes I was being unfaithful, but there, I had to, I had to, um, be led like precept on precept kind of just here a little there a little but grace by grace yeah and finally have arrived to this but it was because that was my desire that was my goal and uh if we keep those goals in line and those desires in line he leads us to what we need and i think this was exactly what i needed um but if you're looking for more practical um worldly advice i guess is that um i had that was, to that was wonderful thank you for sharing that first yeah part. yeah thank you for allowing me I, I really appreciate being able to talk about christ any any chance i get but um the uh the identity change in in physical terms is like where where are we eating these things the most like you said after a workout it was like dextrose down or yeah. whatever me it's like I am an experienced person. So when I'm going to the movies, I am getting a huge soda, M&Ms and a yeah. popcorn. Like that's part of the experience. It's been totally changing the experience in my mind and changing the identity of the person going to the movie is going to enjoy the movie. And that's all they're doing. It has nothing to do with this other experience and I'm not missing out. I'm actually replacing that ex that excitement or that experience with the movie and now i actually understand the movie a lot more you get to I'm, enjoy I'm it more yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's been the identity shift is like you're you're experiencing life in a different way a fuller way you're going on vacation to italy to ireland and you are excited for the food that you are going to eat there's going to be food you can't eat anymore but what are you going to change that to? I'm going to spend more time at these churches. We're going to spend more time understanding this part of the culture instead of 
this sugary treat that they have and I'm going to go home to my hotel feeling so sick. So anyway, that's the, that's the focus I want people to have instead of all this food, like quote unquote, you can't eat. It actually is all these experiences you now get to get because your energy has shifted. Yeah. Have have you you noticed? Sorry, sorry, go go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. uh, Yeah. I was just going to, just going to say that we just went past Christmas there. Now, when you look at what, when, when, when we were kids, we had all that food, we had all that chocolate, we had all that big table full of food. And then straight after that, most of us just went straight to bed. So you missed out on that Christmas day. That Christmas day was over. It, it, you woke up in the morning, you had your selection box, you had your, 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 um, your treats, then you had your Christmas dinner and it was all over. I, rem- I, I know this year it was completely different. And I think for a majority of people that are listening to this have had a different experience since they've removed sugar out of their life. Because like Bailey said, you see things differently than now. You actually enjoy life now. You don't need to feel tired. You don't need to, to have that nap on, on the bed anymore. You can actually enjoy life now. You can, get, you can go and see the world. You don't need to be like everybody else. You know what I mean? You can actually see things, do things, have more energy. And people will look at that and say, well, how is she any different to me? Like, what is she doing? What is she doing? Any? She must be just, she must be just weird. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's the kind of narrative I think people have. It's just that peer pressure. Okay. No, you need to have, you need to have those treats on the airplane. You need to have those treats in, in the, in the cinema because everybody else is doing it. If I don't do it, then I don't look normal. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and you know what? No, nobody else really even cares half the time. I think I think a lot of it is just like, oh, I don't want to be the one person that's left out. Really? If you need to eat a candy bar to fit in, then you need some better friends, dude. That is that is that is not okay. Um last Christmas I was I'm glad that you brought that up. Thanks 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 for sharing that specifically about the holidays because I've always felt this because I well certainly this last year was a completely different experience. So in Christmas of 2022 it was right after my last bodybuilding competitions. My metabolism was low. Uh, here I am coming into the holidays. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's have some sugar. Why not? Uh, that was a horrible idea. That was, and, and, I, and, I, and I always regret it. I knew it was a bad idea, but it, I'm, I'm coming a month out of a competition. So I don't know. It usually takes me a month to kind of get back on kilter after that. <laughs> and um, and I actually completely went off the rails. It was, it was, it was horrible. I'm not going to get into detail, but uh, I was just really embarrassed of myself and just really disappointed in myself. Actually, like I felt horrible. I just felt, I felt disgusting. And so on the first of the year, I made a commitment that I was going to go an entire year without sugar. And here I am. It's been, it's been, it's been a year of no, of, of no sugar at all. And on Christmas day, I went for Let's see. I went for an an hour long run with my dog. I don't I don't I don't do any cardio. We're not big fans of cardio, but uh, doing a long distance run once a week is something that I enjoy doing. And and so my dog and I do it together. Um, and 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 when and when and when I'm running, that's just kind of my time to get into my deep meditation zone. I have some of my best prayers when 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 I, when I do that, um, especially coming off of the runner's high, like towards the end of a run when you've been running for a while. Um, was able to enjoy the entire day with my family. And I um, had been on the lion diet or a keto modified lion diet up until Christmas. And so the only things that really changed that day was just all the foods that everybody had cooked besides the carbs. And nobody was offended. Nobody thought I was weird. Nobody tried to ask me to eat some, to, to eat, to eat some dessert or anything that I wasn't comfortable eating. And no, it's at the end of the day, nobody was offended. And I really don't think Jesus was offended either. That's what the day is supposed to be about him, right? It's not about, <laughs> it's not about hot chocolate. It's not about, it's not, it's not about how much food you can eat. It's about taking our eyes off ourselves and worshiping somebody that we love. And I don't think sugar needs to necessarily be a part of it. I have a harder time doing it if I am eating sugar, to be honest. Yeah. Thanks for sharing and that. Baby, can I just ask you a question? Can I just ask you a question? When you mentioned mindset and you, you mentioned your reason why, like what was the reason why you said like, you know what, I have to do this. If I don't do this now, then I'll probably never do it. I think I, I think I knew that internally. I think that it was kind of a turning point. It was, this is a hard time of life being a mom of small children and um, like, um, and so I just, I was already in this really hard time, but t- times always get harder. And 
Um, I'm going to be starting, I'm going to be going back to school in May. And so I'm going to kind of be adding things to my load. And I just internally knew that if I didn't do it now, I would probably just keep going. Um, and I, I, uh, so, uh, I just want to know how I'm going to word this. Um, so I, I don't know if in your Christian theology agency, is that, is that a kind of a thing that I'm, I'm not familiar with the theological yeah. term if that's what you're asking <laughs> okay, Sorry. Good. so just, uh, just... I'm, I'm, I'm a bodybuilding coach not a bible scholar and not that's a historian yeah, <laughs> no problem no problem but uh anyway we just uh there's just agency so the ability to choose right or wrong so the ability to choose and i felt like that was being taken away from me and oh gotcha sorry we're, t- we're talking we're talking about like predestination and that kind of stuff huh oh, <laughs> yeah. i don't know actually Ch- chicken before the egg okay my, my bad never mind sorry no, Go, continue yeah, maybe maybe for some that may might be but um yeah just the ability to choose right or wrong yeah okay. and and i felt like sugar was taking that away and i didn't want anything in my life t- to take precedence over my relationship with god and sugar had quite frankly become a god little g to me and i just uh i just didn't want that anymore and i knew that heavenly father and jesus christ didn't want that anymore and they would help me so i um i just knew because it just felt rock bottom i guess is that like i knew that things had to change (laughs) yeah yeah thank you for that um did was that was I correct in 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 hearing on one of your recent posts that it's been quite some time since you've even tracked calories? Yeah, I don't even track them at all. Okay. I, uh, I the last time I probably tried was before I had children. Um, once you start like making meals for everybody in the house, uh, it gets too complicated. I mean, just I'm making one meal and it's feeding like this many people and some are little and some are big and this. And so it just was got, it was, the math was too much for me. So, um, my, my thought was first I'll tackle sugar. And then, um, once that's down, maybe I'll like be able to, to figure this out so that I can lose, lose weight. But ever since sugar went away, I, I've never had a, a problem with my portion control ever. Like in the last six weeks, I the sugar was literally doling yeah. my senses and the stretch receptors in my stomach. I could not, I could not even feel them prior. All of a sudden, I could feel them. And so when I started eating, like all of a sudden, I was looking at my plate and there's still food on my plate. And there's nothing in my head telling me to keep eating it, which was there prior. And my stomach felt full. And it was it was a revelation. I thought, oh, this is what they mean by mindful eating. I had been to therapy and they tried to teach me mindful eating and moderation and everything. <laughs> it just did not compute because my mind was an, an addict's he- mind. But then finally it was... it clarity came and peace came into my head when this sugar and this addiction went away and all of a sudden like i could leave things on my plate which hadn't happened in years or ever maybe that's yeah i like what you said i'm just kind of giggling at how you were recommended to eat everything in moderation i think that is the worst advice anybody could could ever give anybody that 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 is terrible advice that is a recipe for an eating disorder are you (laughs) kidding me everything in moderation yeah you tell a drug addict that they could that 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 they can have meth on moderation yeah you you know it it makes no sense um we had tiffany we had tiffany davis on our show a a couple weeks ago and 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 the biggest thing i remember from from most impactful thing i think she said was that I don't need moderation. Variety is not the spice of life. Vitality is the spice of life. That's good. That's good. I only spoke to a woman there yesterday and she didn't tell me the age of her daughter, but she's still in school. So I, I, I presume she's, she's still quite young. Um, and she was, she's gone through an awful lot of weight issues at the moment. And her last coach had her on uh, a lot of meals and he basically said that you need to follow calories and those last 500 calories that you have, you can pretty much eat wherever you like. She set me on the diet and I'm not joking with you. I would say about 85% of the diet was sugar and they had no idea where the sugar was coming from because what they were 
equity in all this process. So from whey protein, whey protein bars, yeah. oats, fruit, um, all of this. And I was like, wow, 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 wow. And this girl could not understand why she was putting on weight because she was eating so little calories. But because oh. she was eating a couple of hours and the meals were so small and the carbohydrate in it was so high, she was craving more sugar. So every couple of hours, she couldn't she couldn't stop. Yeah. She had that craving. So she she was getting out of control. It was it was affecting her life. It was it was affecting it was affecting her mood. She was getting angry. She was getting ir- irritable. You know, I mean, the weight was coming on, and I was like, wow, wow, wow. There's actually coaches out there, and we know there's an awful lot of coaches out there and influencers, to be fair, that are broadcasting this rubbish every single day. And there's an awful lot of people out there that are falling for this rubbish. And this is this is was this was mainly the reason why I was so urgent on getting Bailey onto this podcast because it's very, very easy as coaches to say, like, listen, you need to do this and you need to do that. But when you've actually listened to somebody that has actually gone through it and has had that problem herself and she's overcome it and she never had a coach in her life and she's overcome it herself, that's huge. It's huge. Thank yeah. you. Um, it really is. Thank you. What were the what were what were some of the hardest foods to give up? So those first ten days, you said was was the hardest, and that was like when when I did the lion diet. I feel like the lion diet is like the easiest thing to do once you make it past the first ten days. If you make it past the first ten days, the next twenty are a piece of cake. But those first ten days are are kind of rough because you're going through some of the, those withdrawals. Um, what did you experience in terms of like what you were craving specifically? What was really hard to let go that first week? Uh, well, I had been really reliant on chocolate chip cookies and yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know they're great. <laughs> That's the thing. Like people will message me and like, um, they'll, they'll say, but what about my chocolate? What about my brownies? What about my chocolate chip cookies? I'm like, I know I love them. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not dumb and I'm not like, I'm not, um, I think a lot of people are surprised. I don't know. I I just, they just need to realize like I was them two months ago. I, I, this this isn't foreign from my mind. I, I totally know what these things taste like and how good they are. Um, and, uh, I still, I still experience like I cravings, I guess you would say like, but they're more when they're like right in front of me. Like we went to a basketball game and my sister-in-law had gotten a chocolate chip cookie at the basketball game and she was eating it and I was just like clocking it. And I'm like, my mouth was still kind of got like, um, excited to eat it. And, uh, but I just had to like, I just had to stop thinking about it. It's kind of the same when you're like, um, like it's, uh, like it's, it's food porn, I guess you would say like, (laughs) you, you, you can't watch the, videos of people making brownies you can't watch people eat these things and expect some sort of like uh pseudo satisfaction because it will just kind of drive you crazy so i've just kind of given like i just every time a thought comes i just kind of shove it shove it out uh so i can keep focusing on what i want to focus on did you how's your food at the moment bailey sorry say that again I was just asking, how is your relationship with food at the moment? Oh, um, so it's, I think it's really healthy. One thing that's really awesome. So, um, I, when I posted that viral video, I had some comments on there from people saying like, oh, you textbook binge eater. And, um, because, and, uh, they had looked at some of the things that I posted. I have like all my stories, kind of my, my story about chocolate chip cookies and how much I was eating. Cause it's really embarrassing. <laughs> and, uh, so I, uh, so a lot of people were saying like, oh, you're, you've got binge eating disorder. And I've like, well, maybe I guess, but, um, I had a, I had therapy for what I thought, what I was experiencing. And, um, they, I don't, I don't think the word binge eating disorder is ever brought up. It was kind of vague, but, um, oh, interesting. Yeah, probably, probably with some sort of way of therapy, like not, I not like labeling you as a binge eater or whatever, but, um, but uh, I, I did have those traits. I totally had those traits. However, since sugar went away, I have not even wanted to binge anything. And I haven't experienced anything. So I really don't think I have. 
have binge eating disorder or had it. And I actually had a message from another woman who said 10 years ago, she was diagnosed with binge eating disorder and she gave up sugar. Now I can't remember a year ago and she has not even wanted to binge either. So um, I have a really good relationship with food. I make whole foods for my family. And the thing was, is I was making really healthy meals for my family prior when I was in this, was in this uh, addiction. We had breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I was making breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they were really good whole ingredients. I make a lot of food from scratch. Um, However, I just had this thing that was going on on the side. So once that was gone, I'm still eating whole food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and uh, I'm able to eat and I don't obsess about what I'm going to eat. And I just eat the food that I have. And um, actually, there were some foods that I was like totally had aversions to prior that were good foods, but now I'm able to eat. So much better. Uh, Sorry, that was kind of a long answer, but. No, that was wonderful. Thank you for that. Um, have you noticed that it's easier to pray and to meditate now? Yeah. Okay. So at, with ADHD, I uh, like when you're praying and you're meditating, your mind just wanders and goes other places. And I was really like, <laughs> yeah, I was really wanting to up my relationship with God. And I thought this will help. And it totally did. My head cleared up and it was almost like I had a quiet brain. Um, I was, anyway, it was just so exciting to have a quiet brain. Oh, bye, Mark. He's going to bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> past his bed. Oh, that, or yeah. he just lost connection. Hang on. I think he's trying uh, okay. to come back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, I have had a much easier time. I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. Okay. Great. Welcome back. Um, my head has been a lot more clear so that I can actually kneel down and, and actually have a conversation without wandering. I wouldn't say it's like completely gone away. I still have like a tendency to think about other things. However, I'm able to really um, listen and in like in the, I'm able to be still now and receive, um, receive that revelation that I believe I can get from God. And I'm really, really grateful for that because I felt his presence a lot more in this time. That, um, is in terms of how that affects your brain and your ability to 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 focus on your spiritual life, that makes a ton of sense. Thanks for sharing that, and and I, and I think you you touched on this a little bit too. But if I could just just ask like for a, a little bit more, like do you um do 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 you notice more of a feeling like you're more present when you're able to pray? That's a feeling that I can never get when I have food in my stomach at all. Like after um if if I, yeah like if I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be involved in a Bible study or teach a Bible study and like actually get the most of it. Um, I feel, I, I, I feel best when I'm fasted personally. Oh, but- how cool. I, I love that idea. So um, in my church, every, the first Sunday of every single month we fast. Okay. And so I'm really familiar with fasting and um, a really interesting thing that you're talking about that. Um, so I have been either pregnant or breastfeeding for the last like, few years. Hey everyone, Coach Taylor Milton here. Welcome to Skull Bells TV, the official YouTube channel of supersetyourlife.com where you're going to discover a weekly upload of quick and easy to follow workout tutorials featuring Coach Colt, myself, or one of our athletes to keep your workouts fun, practical, and effective. Our family's latest keto carnivore recipes that fuel Colt's competitions and keep myself and our kiddos strong and healthy video uploads of the supersetyourlife.com podcast, now over a hundred episodes, your weekly dose of entertainment, education, and inspiration to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym and much more. Last thing before we get into the video, we're asking a big favor from you. This has been working beautifully. So if you would please think of someone you care about that would benefit from this video, go ahead and smash that like button, click the share button and text this video to them. That would mean the world to us. And while you're at it, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss more exciting content from School Bells TV because our team has lots of meat and lots of muscle coming your way and I promise you won't want to miss it. When you hit the subscribe button, you'll see a bell icon pop up. You want to click that too so you're notified every time we release a new video. Thank you so much for the support. It means the world to us. Every like, share, and subscription helps our channel grow and supports our family's hard work. So thank you so much for doing your part too. 
That's all we ask. God bless you and please enjoy this video. So finally, sorry, finally, this last uh, first uh, uh, Sunday, so not this last Sunday, but the Sunday prior, I was able to fast because I just didn't, you're, I don't think it's healthy to fast while you're nursing or pregnant. So, um, but finally I fasted this last Sunday and yes, I totally agree with you about the ability to connect with, with your spiritual um whoever you look to, um, me being my God, uh, so much better when you're fasted. I thought that was so cool. And I'm so grateful for the initiative that we have, um, in the church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints to fast every first Sunday of the month, because it really draws you closer to him and you can receive his presence a lot more. Like you were saying, you just feel more present. Um, but, but just on my own, in my own prayers in the morning and the evening and throughout the day, I do feel more present. I feel, oh, okay, can I do one more theological spiel real quick? Yeah, 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 of, of course, sorry. please, this is the, this I, is the place. I hope, it's, <laughs> I hope it's, like, I hope people like it. Um, Just, okay, so sacrifice is so important, and we see that throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament when Mary yeah. and Joseph bring the dove, when when Jesus is born and everything, those sacrifices are so prevalent throughout the Bible. And, um. I just, so I had this thought after I quit sugar, all of a sudden I started getting all of this spiritual connection yeah. and it was so onslaught, like a flood. And I thought, Whoa, what is this? And I had this thought come into my mind and I, and I know it was from God that, that we can receive more blessings when we sacrifice. And I felt like this was almost like a sacrifice that I put in his hands and he was able to bless me after I was, I was willing finally to give this up because it was my God, like I talked about already. And I gave it up and he was, a, it was almost like it opened, opened a door that he couldn't open until I did that. Yeah. Um, the, the Beatitudes from the, from the Sermon on, from the Sermon on the Mount. Um, I just wanted to piggyback off what you're saying because I, I, I love, I love that perspective. Um, we're going through a series at, at our, at our church on the Beatitudes Blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the gentle, blessed are those who are hunger and thirst for righteousness, blessed are the merciful, blessed are the uh, pure in heart, blessed are the peacemakers, the persecuted, the persecuted, that's eight of them. And then some scholars think that there's a ninth one, which is in, which is uh, insulted. I, 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 I don't know. I feel like why, why not? That, that, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Um, but all, but um, all, all of, all of these are unfortunate circumstances to find yourself in for the most part right and and something that max the uh the the the, the teacher said was that jesus lived his entire ministry morning right yeah. and and so we don't need to be we don't need to to, to to feel happy all the time all day every day and i and and I, and I think if you have something addictive in your life that's kind of what your underlying goal is yeah. and that shouldn't and that shouldn't necessarily and, and that certainly shouldn't shouldn't be our primary focus absolutely okay well cool um one last one last uh kind of nerdy question that i had for you if you don't mind um your palate did that change at all did other foods start tasting different and maybe even better because you stopped eating sugar absolutely yep <laughs> um so i also quit sugar uh or sorry i also quit fruit i quit eating fruit for the first week and um, I made a, a video about this on my Instagram, but I just was really trying to detox from turning to sweetness to cope. So that's why yeah. I gave up the the fruit as well. And but I we got we were still feeding our kids uh, fruit and stuff. And my husband ate a strawberry. It was like a weekend. And he was like, oh, my word, this is so sweet. Yeah. And I was like, no way. And so I that's the first time I, I tasted the strawberry and my face just dropped. I couldn't believe how sweet it was. And uh, uh, it was just it was just mind blowing to me because they just tasted sour and tart prior. So having a sweet strawberry, that was pretty cool. But then just slowly every. Yeah, we started seeing it all the time. I made some carrots and my husband's like are carrots sweet? <laughs> I said, I think these are sweet. So yeah. carrots are sweet. Apparently, uh, we just bought some cottage cheese. And so we're eating some cottage cheese this morning. And my husband has never liked cottage cheese, but he took a spoonful today and he's like, 
I think I like cottage cheese and yeah. uh, just, just, yeah. So our palates have completely changed. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so glad you said that because it's, it's one of those things where sugar is just, it's a lead domino in so many ways. You don't realize how many other areas of your life it affects right. until, until, until you just, I, I, I think you I think your, your advice is wonderful on that. Just stop at cold Turkey. There's like a zillion other things that you can use for advice. If it's that hard to let go, um, artificial sweeteners. I don't know. Like it, I kind of look at it as meth versus cocaine it's <laughs> like it's yeah. not as bad for you as sugar but it's still bad for you i don't know i think it's a step in the right direction you could make an argument that it's worse for you <laughs> but yeah. at the, but at the end of the day cut, cutting sugar is, is is difficult um having a friend having 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 a, some uh, someone to help you through it and having a strategy is essential mm -hmm. but I, but i i agree that, that if it's 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 got to be cold turkey yeah, I agree. It has been, I think it's been a lot easier. I don't imagine I'd ever be at this point if I hadn't. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Well, obviously most people on our show have probably heard about you on Instagram before and may or may not already follow you. But uh, for those that don't, that, are, that aren't familiar, where can, pe where can people go to find you? Uh, I'm just on Instagram right now. It's uh, B-A-Y-L-E-E-E -E -E Rose. Bailey Rose with three E's, uh, and that's me. <laughs> Wonderful. And you have a you have an Amazon storefront too, I think. Oh I yeah, I do. Uh, there's only a few things on there because I uh, make my own elderberry syrup, and so there are some cool. there's some ingredients that you can do for that, and I I give away the recipe for free. So if anybody wants that, they can message me. Awesome. Go check it out, guys. All right. She's got she's got a storefront. She's got an Instagram profile, obviously. Um, Bailey, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for all of your wisdom, all of your insight, your experiences. Um, this was very, very inspiring, and I can't wait for our athletes and for our listeners to, to, to listen to it. Awesome. Thank you ha for having me on. Of course. Hey, podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you found this helpful, please pay it forward by sharing with a friend. One more thing before we sign off. If you are not subscribed to our nutrition podcast called Carnivore Coaches Corner, you are totally missing out because Mark and I are coming up to close to a year now of recording every single week and we haven't missed a week yet. We don't plan on slowing down anytime soon. Coach Mark and I collaborate weekly diving deep into meat-based nutrition and advanced hypertrophy training featuring top coaches and nutritionists from across the globe. So if you are a fan of the low-carb lifestyle or just getting into it, just search Carnivore Coaches Corner on the same platform that you're listening to now. Thank you again one more time. We will catch you on Monday, as always, on episode 219, where we'll get you pumped up for another big week. I'm going to leave you with our battle cry here at supersetyourlife.com, which is 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, who you have from God? You are not your own, for you were purchased at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body.